Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Connected by Community brought to you by Ballantyne Capital Advisors. I'm Anthony Kolonchekka, one of your hosts. With me is Cameron Cannon, another host. And with me is Caroline Hendricks with Fifth Ave Media. I got that right. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, good job. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Uh, we Thank really appreciate me. it. And uh, before we get started, will you tell our audience a little bit about yourself, personally and professionally? Sure. So um, I graduated from Clemson with a bachelor's in marketing degree um, and brand communications with that as well. Uh, I always knew from a young age, like middle school, high school, that I wanted to own my own business one day. I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family, um, so I definitely got that trait from them. Um, But very entrepreneurial family. I mean, lemonade stands at like... 10 years, eight, 10 years old. I actually started my own cake baking and decorating business at 11 or 12. I think I was doing like cake decorating competitions and everything and turned it into a business where I was actually like making cakes for people and decorating them, not just competing with it. Um, so I did that for a little bit. And then throughout high school and college, it kind of, you know, was a little too time consuming to be able to focus on school. And there's a lot involved with the you know, baking the cakes, decorating them, just very time consuming. I didn't really have the time for it. Um, But then as a marketing major at Clemson, I took some social media classes and some design and brand communication classes. And I really fell in love with um, social media and content creation and the whole design side of marketing. um, I really loved. So once I graduated, I kind of decided, well, this is what I have a passion for. And I know I want to start a business and I can definitely start a business doing this. So that's what I did. And here we are. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. And marketing's obviously blowing up, right? Every brand is wanting more of it and the best, mm-hmm. the best of both worlds. So um, I guess talk to us a little about that. What are, what are some of the things you do for brands? Say, you know, somebody calls you up or DMs you on Instagram and says, Hey, I want to work with you. What kind of services do you offer? Yeah. So I offer social media management um, and content creation, mostly social media management. Um, but that's basically where I am creating a content and posting strategy for them, helping them really optimize their social media, actually uh, curating content and captions and posting for them, interacting and engaging with their audience. Um, It really just depends on the needs of each client, um, but those are pretty much the basics of what I do. I just help them grow and elevate their social media. So it's like an outsourced marketing specialist, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So is it mainly like small businesses that you're working with? Uh, I guess, like, is that kind of your niche clientele? Right now it is. Um, I am looking to eventually expand, but, you know, I've only had this business for not even a year yet. So um, starting out, you know, with smaller businesses, um, and I think a lot of smaller businesses can really utilize social media even more than those larger corporations Um, because a lot of people know the larger corporations already. And so it's, it's a very good tool for the smaller businesses to use and utilize because everyone's on social media nowadays. It's very hard to find people that don't have social media. Um, you know, even the older generation, they're, they're hopping on there. If they're, if they haven't been on there recently, you know, they're hopping on. So, um, yeah, it's a great tool for small businesses to utilize. And and the platforms that you're using, is it primarily Facebook and Primarily um, Instagram and Facebook. Um, I have done some TikTok, um, but really it just depends on my client and what their what their focus is on, where uh, their target audience really is. So if you have, if one of my clients has a younger audience, you know, TikTok, Instagram, that's going to be the main focus for them. Um, but if it's an older, um, middle-aged and older um, audience, Facebook, LinkedIn, 
that kind of stuff, even Instagram for that. Um, but it really just depends on their target audience. And, and on the content, you know, we do so much social media. Have you seen more success with personal things or, you know, more business related uh, on social media? Um, I think it really just depends. Honestly, um, I have seen success business wise. Um, I personally don't really even use my personal Instagram any or social media anymore. Um, just because I'm so focused with doing everybody else's and my business's Instagram and everything or social media. Um, but I am, it really just depends, you know, if you're personal, if you're using it for personal reasons as an influencer, there's a lot of growth opportunity there. Um, but if you're using it as a business, there's also lots of growth opportunity there too. It just depends on what your goals are for whether it's personal or business wise. Yeah, we do so much. And we usually on Wednesdays, we do like a, uh, like a, a staff post or something. family post. And we just find that our audience just love those posts. A lot of, um, a lot of people actually like to see that, you know, businesses showing, um, you know, kind of a behind the scenes, not always just selling and promoting their products and services. Um, but also showing kind of a relatability there uh, because people can relate to that. People can relate to family matters and um, just kind of more laid back stuff. That's not always, they don't always like to be having products and services shoved in their face. You they know? want to know you're a real person. Exactly. They want to be able to relate and get to know you. Um, and that's a big thing with one of my clients now. They're actually um, an up and coming rock and roll band. Um, and showing not only their music and their shows and the artist side of them, uh, they also, their audience likes to see the relatability. Um, you know, they are younger, they are in their late, early twenties. So, um, their audience does like to be able to relate mm -hmm. with them, you know, like, oh, you know, we're the same age. They do this stuff too. They're off doing all this music stuff, but like, they're also like real people. They're not just these big you know, like we look at celebrities and stuff and it's like, are they even like real people right. sometimes, you know, but um, being able to have that relatability really kind of brings it down to earth. And a lot of people like to connect with that. To, to be successful in, you know, social media, how consistent do you have to be? Um, again, it depends on your audience and your goals. What works for one uh account isn't going to work for another. Um, typically I would say posting no less than three times a week. Um, but of course the more that you can post, the more reach, um, and engagement you're going to have, but really should be focusing on quality over quantity because you can be posting two times a day and not have great quality and it's not, or not have great quality, um, content. And it's not going to perform as well if you're posting three times a week, but it's like really value packed quality. Cool. One thing that I know we looked at some and, and that you hear a lot of people talking about is like SEO and like mm -hmm. buzzwords and stuff that you can throw in there. I guess how important is that? Is that something that you look at for for your clients as well? Yeah, um, SEO is really important. So hashtags basically act as SEO for social media. Um, and you can now actually optimize your captions and your bio, um, especially like in Instagram. Instagram algorithm picks that up. So you're going to want to make sure that you are including um, SEO and keywords in your bio, in your captions, in your hashtags. In your hashtags, you generally want to um, hashtag what has to do with your niche, uh, your brand, your location, 
um, in the whole kind of industry. And then if there's specific things to that post, um, you want to hashtag those as well. Um, adding your location to your posts, like where you're, um, you know, how you can put like your yeah, like a located at, yeah, geotagging it. Um, that also helps a lot. And in your profile, you want to have your name, exactly what you do and a call to action. Cool. That's, That's very interesting. <laughs> I never even thought about that in the, yeah. in the, uh, bios and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess like there's just like AI and bots or whatever that just crawl the crawl your stuff. And then that just kind of ranks you for how popular you are, basically. Yeah. So um, a lot of people actually think that likes and comments is like the biggest thing for pushing your uh, content into the algorithm. But it's um, also shares and saves that are very underrated. The more shares you get, the more saves you get on the post really help to boost um your content to the algorithm more so than just likes and comments on there. For a new, I guess, prospect, what's the mm-hmm. process? like? Yeah. So um, we will talk, you know, about briefly kind of what they're looking for, what they're expecting, um, what issues they're having right now, what they want to see improve, basically what their pain points are and how I can help them with that. And then um, we come to an agreement. I'll send them, We'll come up with either they'll pick one of my packages or I can do a custom package um, if necessary. And we'll agree on the services and then I'll send them over a quote. And once we agree on that, um, then I will send them a contract and they'll sign that. And then after I get the signed contract from them, I'll send them over a welcome packet um, and a questionnaire for them to fill out so I can really get to know their brand um, a lot more so I can create a good strategy for them. Um, and so that's the onboarding process. And then typically after I get that questionnaire back, I will review it and hop on a call with them, um, you know, a day or two later and really kind of dive into here's what I'm thinking for your strategy, get feedback from them, and then actually start creating content and posting for them, uh, within a couple of days after that. Very cool. Yeah. So, in that, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Uh, in that process, um, what has been the common theme, I guess, for some of your clients? A lot of um, pain points with clients is their engagement and um, their following. Um, and I like to tell a lot of them to not to really, although following is important, um, should really be focusing more on like building a community within your followers and on the platform that you're on because you can have thousands of followers and not have high engagement rate or not have high sales conversions. Um, So really focusing on not necessarily the number of followers that you have, but the quality of the followers that you have. um, That's a big thing, but really um, they don't really have the time to put into creating content and posting consistently and consistency is really what the key is, you know, um, having a consistent posting strategy is the best thing, honestly. I know one thing you mentioned earlier is like the quality too really, really Mm -hmm. matters. So I guess if you're posting, like, you know, you're making your own content or they're sending you pictures, how important is it to have, you know, not only clear pictures if you're using pictures, but like 
you know, it looks good. It's eye appealing. Yes. It's not some ugly thing that, you know, I put together because I suck at <laughs> content creation, right? I guess how it's important. Not a selfie? Yeah, it's not a selfie. <laughs> how important is that to have it? It's like really, really quality and looks good. Most of the time it's very important um, because they are a visual app. So you want to have something that's eye catching and that seems like good quality, not like you just filmed a 30 second random video and posted it and threw a caption on there, you know. Um, but you definitely want it to be quality footage um, and images so that it's very clear for your audience to view. Um, and it provides them, again, relatability when they can. They, um, actually, I learned this in one of my marketing classes. When you post on social media or any marketing, um, if you have a human element in there, even if it's just a hand, it performs better than if you have um, mm marketing material without any human element in it because it shows relatability. Like people can relate to it. So I thought that was really interesting and that's not something that a lot of people think about, but if you have a human element in, like I said, it can just be hand, um, in your images and videos, it actually helps perform better than without having that. Interesting. Which is pretty cool. I would have never known that. Yeah. <laughs> On, uh, what are some basic tips, I guess, if, you know, I just started a company. I want to get on social media. What are some just some high level basic things that I could do to be successful? Yeah. So first I would say make sure you're optimizing uh, your profile as much as you can. Like I talked about in the bio with the keywords in there. Um, really get to know your audience. Set a target audience. Create a um, like an audience persona. Um, so who's your audience? Like you can create a character for them. Like, you know give them a name and activities that they like to do, interests they have, people they follow, accounts they follow. Um, and that will really help you curate who exactly you're trying to reach. And you're not just throwing stuff out there, hoping it sticks with someone. Um, so I would get to know your target audience uh, and then also set goals for your social media, because if you don't have goals to work towards, you're just kind of throwing spaghetti and seeing what sticks, you know, yeah. to the wall. Um, so having goals, definitely posting with a purpose. Don't just post random stuff. Make sure that your posts are aligning with your goals, whether that is, um, you know, to inspire people, to bring awareness to a brand or a product, um, to be educational, uh, entertaining, if that's something that aligns with your brand. But just make sure that whatever you're posting has a purpose um, and aligns with your brand. Like if there's a trend that's popular. If it doesn't fit with your brand or your niche, don't hop on it. Like a lot, I feel like a lot of people feel pressured to join in on those trends, but if it's not going to work for, like, if it doesn't align with your brand, then it's not really worth even. So we can't do our TikTok dances. On it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that would work out very well. <laughs> I mean, you can, but it might not perform as well. Um. Just make a fool of yourself for no reason. <laughs> So I guess on the business side, I mean, you mentioned you graduated Clemson recently mm -hmm. and are kind of young, but entrepreneurial, how has that worked? How is it building a business? Fun, stressful, any tips on that as well? Um, it's kind of a combination of everything. Um, you know, there's a saying, I quit my nine to five so I can work 24 seven. And that's really kind of how it feels. Um, constantly working. Like yesterday, I worked literally from the time I got up till about 1130 last night. Like I worked all day yesterday. Um, but of course, not every day is going to be like that. And the beauty of what I do is I can work from anywhere if I have Wi-Fi and a connection and my laptop, you know, um, I can, I can travel and do it, which is awesome. Um, but being an entrepreneur, it's, 
It's stressful sometimes. It's very fun um, and it can be challenging. You definitely have to have the entrepreneurial spirit to stick it out. It's not for everyone, but anyone can do it, um, you know, if they really, really work towards it and want it bad enough. Gotcha. What are your goals for 2023? My goals are to onboard as many clients as I can handle, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, Um, but really just growing my business, growing my platform, um, really helping share um, value-packed content with my followers. Um, maybe I'm thinking about even putting together some courses for other people that are maybe wanting to start social media management or, um, you know, business owners that are wanting to elevate their social media, but they don't necessarily have the funds to hire a manager full-time, um, you know, at a monthly cost, um, because not everyone can afford it, but, um, I'm thinking about putting a course together for, for people so that they can, you know, purchase that, but also learn everything basically that I would be doing for them so that they can elevate their social media on their own. Um, really just building my business as much as I can. I feel like I'm starting to finally hitting that breakthrough and just ready to take it as far as I can. And on KPIs, um, you know, you, you start this program and, and you got it going for a few months. What are some of the KPI measures that you're sort of looking at to see if it is successful? Yeah. Um, so one obviously would be, um, conversion rate. Um, how many people are actually purchasing, how many people are coming back to it. Um, if people are wanting further courses or further, um, tools, you know, like a content calendar template where they can, um, plan out their content. I do actually have been offering like monthly content calendars that people can purchase where it's got a month of content planned out. Um, so again, like if they feel like they can post, like they can handle the posting and be consistent and all that, they just have a hard time coming up with content, knowing what to post. Cause that can be hard too, knowing what to post and when to post, um, coming up with content can be kind of difficult sometimes. Um, even I, sometimes I'm like, okay, well, what kind of content can I, (laughs) what's new that, you know, hasn't been totally done too many, too many times, you know? Um, but really just seeing how many people are interested in that and are um, converting just from interest to actually purchasing. When the post, I got a great question. When do you post? Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) um, there are like general times that you can post on Instagram lately. um, It's actually been very early in the morning, um, like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., like very, very early. from what I've been seeing, but you can also utilize the tools like the analytics tools within Instagram to see when your specific followers are active. So you can see the most um, active times of the day and you can also see the most active days of the week. So that really helps you plan out when you're going to post for your specific audience. So like it might be 1 a.m., 2 a.m. for all of Instagram, but your audience specifically might be most active at 5 p.m. at night. So I go off of um, I go off of the accounts analytics to see when the best time to post. And for does Facebook honest. give some of those analytics as well? Yeah. So um, if you have a business or a creator account, I believe on Instagram, you have access to all of those tools. Uh, Meta Business Suite also gives you access to all of that stuff for Facebook. Um, and you can connect your Instagram to that as well. So you can view the analytics for Instagram and Facebook within that one suite. 
Awesome. Cool. How, how creepy is it? Have you learned anything creepy about like how much people are actually getting tracked and how much, you know, the clients have no clue what they're actually, you know, getting fed because yeah. like, you know, you know, when they're active, you know, when to post. I mean, it's just kind of right. crazy. Um, as far as like posting times, not quite. Um, but I did actually learn a lot in my uh, marketing classes that kind of creeped out a lot of people in my classes, to be honest, because I don't know if you've really ever noticed this, but if you're talking about something or you're in, like I've been near a Chick-fil-A and I've been scrolling through Instagram and a Chick-fil-A ad pops up, not even talking about it, but like it's within a certain mile radius of me. Or like the other day, my mom was talking about um, getting a bread maker because she wants to like try to make her own bread or something. And who, when do you ever see an ad on Instagram for bread makers? Never, <laughs> never. Um, but later that day, there was an ad for a bread maker on her Instagram feed. So social listening is a big thing. A lot of people don't realize it. Um, but yeah, it's it's listening to everything you're saying. Oh, <laughs> what you look at, what you interact with, um, that all goes into the algorithm to what gets pushed to you as well. So. Yeah, I have noticed that. Like, I've, I looked up like a snowboard or something on Google, and then next mm-hmm. thing I know, I'm getting ads on Instagram yeah. for like snowboard websites or something. And I'm I like, went back to a flip world? phone. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, you might have to. That's that's yeah. crazy, crazy. Well, we have a signature question that we like to ask Anthony. I'll let you. What makes you tick? Hmm. Well, I have the entrepreneurial spirit, so um, just building my business as far as I can. You know, I want to be successful. I have goals for the type of lifestyle that I want to have. I want to be able to travel. Um, you know, when I do start having kids and have a family, I want to be able to be home with them. And, uh, you know, this business really lets me do that. And it gives me the opportunity to really live whatever kind of lifestyle I want if I'm making the means to be able to support that. So, um, not only is that a pushing factor for me, but it's also something I'm really passionate about and I really love. Um, you know, I can be working for four or five hours straight and it feels like 45 minutes, you know, it's just, it's not work to me. So, um, I mean, it's work, but it doesn't feel like work to me. You know, I really enjoy it. So that's really what pushes me yeah. with it a if lot. You find something you love to do, you'll never work a day yep. in your life. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. And um, what's, I guess, the best way for, uh, you know, future clients to contact you or um, people that are maybe interested about learning more about your services? Yeah, they can um, find me on Instagram at Fifth Ave Media, Um, Facebook as well, LinkedIn, same handle. Um, But those are the three major platforms that I am on. So they can just shoot me a DM through there. Uh, My phone and email are also linked on those so they can either send me an email or call me or just dm me either way (laughs) very cool great so thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate it um thank you all for listening to another episode of connected by community brought to us by ballantine capital advisors go out and make our community great All information during this podcast is for discussion purposes only, should not be construed as advice. Please seek the advice of appropriate professionals before acting on anything in this podcast. Past performance is not an indicator of future results. Securities through Tried Advisors, LLC, member FINRA. Advisor services through Ballantine Capital Advisors, Inc., Tried Advisors, and Ballantine Capital Advisors are not affiliated.